You're listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Good Money Show. This is Hope Alive. Yes, uh, this this show that is unparalleled always promises to, to deliver uh, good material all the time. Hey guys, it is uh, nine minutes past six o'clock. It is a Good Money Show. My name is John Katani. The studio is buzzed with energy. We've got loads and loads of information packed up for you today. And we are going to have a good time as usual. The show that doesn't disappoint. We're here just like we delivered good things last week. We're going to deliver same again this week. I am not flying alone. I'm flying with the usual suspects. And of course, our mighty producer over there, Given, who always makes sure that things run in order. Um, yeah, he'll be producing the show as usual. And of course, I've got Ndando, I've got Reggie, mm. and of course, yeah, we're going to land today. Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon. Good, good afternoon. afternoon. All, you, all is good? All is good? All, all is well. <laughs> wonderful, all wonderful. All is well. Um, I think we still speak the, uh, the same language. Yeah. Even this week, uh, we still speak the language of money. Yeah. Recommend the same and things. And we recommend the same things, <laughs> okay. you know. Okay. Uh, we are still not, not afraid to, yeah. uh, to talk. Yeah. About money, yeah. even during the, the the month of youth, yeah, you know, um, uh, we are still here to encourage the young people that uh, they still have a chance to make money, yeah. Um, and yes, as the good money show, yeah, um, we recommend money. We recommend money. You're yeah. not throwing any shade about youth here and things like <laughs> that. Eh? You, you're not. I hope you're not. <laughs> but, uh, maybe something <laughs> like that. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm glad today we, we have. We'll get to actually you. we we are sort of imbalanced because the producer is youth also. Yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. Um. So. Um. Yeah. But, today but you the know youth is dominating. Yeah. <laughs> but you know when I go to old age homes mm. where there are 95 year olds, I'm a youth. Eh? Oh yeah. <laughs> sure. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um. And yeah. Um. Today we. We're going to have great fun. Yeah. Uh, mm. we, we have a young person with us, um, 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 Puloso Mutle. Yeah. He will introduce himself, uh, where he comes from and all of that, you know, mm. what he does. Mm. Um, we believe we're going to have... It's not his first time coming to the show. Yeah. And mm. uh, uh, as usual, when he comes here, yeah. we end up needing uh, fire extinguishers. <laughs> just to, you know? Yeah. Because the aircon alone... Uh, it, it, it's, it, not it, it's not it's enough. It's not enough. enough you yeah. know? And so he's wiser than the last time he was here. Exactly. You know what I mean? So yeah. we, we, we're bound to benefit a lot more from him 100 percent. Nice. Mm. looking forward to it yes yeah. so uh, yeah. how are you uh Puloso? um good i think i'm awesome this place is starting to feel like a bit of like home <laughs> eh? <laughs> it is i'm getting it comfortable is. here it is but yeah it man it's, it's really nice to be back here i always have a good time when i'm here yeah and yeah i look forward to the rest of the show Mm. Awesome, awesome. Uh, your voice is intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it says you're going to steal our jobs. <laughs> steal our jobs. <laughs> he has a radio voice. Yeah, <laughs> we, we need to keep him away now. Yeah, I know. You know, to the voice, it's stone. Mm, make it sound authoritative. Yeah, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, remember you can still connect with us um, even tonight. Um on, on our Facebook page, we Hope Alive Radio Station, Twitter, Hope Alive underscore radio, Instagram, Hope Alive Radio, and our WhatsApp line is 067-153-1089. Awesome, awesome. Just want to throw a disclaimer out there that Reggie and I work for a financial institution, and therefore the views that are expressed in the show are not necessarily those of the company that we work for. Mm. But hey, we try and deliver good Good goods, hey? Yeah, yeah, sure. Hundred yep. percent. We don't compromise. Yeah. When we are supposed to lash, we lash. Absolutely. You know, yeah. <laughs> police, we police. Absolutely. You know, and then uh, uh, we ensure that, um, of course, the the main goal is to make sure that the relationship with money yeah. is is it's a sound. good one. It's sound. Yeah, it's sound. Absolutely. You know? And yes, today we we're talking about uh, we are in the month of youth uh, yeah. of, of young uh, of young people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and yes, it's, it's June, it's the first. Uh, uh, we just thought, let's open it with a young person, yeah. you know, um, because even them, I mean, uh, the Puloso receives chalet them care, so I believe. <laughs> <laughs> are you still there, Baba? <laughs> <laughs> or now you, 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 you are being hit by going I'm, I'm up. giving. You are giving I'm me I'm care. I'm care. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, um, us as young people, we are not um, immune of money, like mm-hmm. whatever challenges uh, uh, other people experience in, tep- in terms of money, yeah. um, they affect us, you yeah. know. 
So let's we just thought let's bring a young person to 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 basically share, you yeah. know, um their experience with money yeah. and then of course um he's also in business. Yeah. We're going to be talking about young people mm-hmm. in 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 business, you know. Awesome. Um um how do we navigate um we will hear hear it from the horse's mouth mm-hmm. now Guti. Whenever young people think of a business, it's either they will think of forex uh, <laughs> or think of property, yeah. you know, those easy Easy way out um, or easy way in, um, mm-hmm. but you know, in in actual facts, it's hard to get into those spaces, you know. So yeah, um, our listeners should be ready, you know, to 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 receive. And then if we have uh, someone who's uh, with Joe's age, and then they want to share <laughs> about their times when they were still this celebrating, is you know, they can yeah. still yes uh, send those voice notes. It should be an interactive um 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 show. Yes. So now I want to find out from Poloso, what so what 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 do you do, sir? You know, um I know you are an entrepreneur. What is your space? Um and then maybe um your your experience as a young person with money. Uh, look, I don't know the experience with money. I think we're still building reputation in terms of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay, so in terms of what I do, I I I would like to be believe that I can uh, with confidence say that I'm an entrepreneur, right? Yeah. Jump into entrepreneurship. I'm doing it full time. Uh, we run a company called Retroflux, which is basically a financial services company. So it's a group of accountants that we offer uh, fun, uh, account cloud-based accounting systems that we install for business owners that simplifies and automates most of the processes that you find them lacking on or lagging on to get a proper reflections of the financial standing of their companies. Also, we do advisory all the way to um, filing with the relevant authorities like your SARS regulation or the proper. So everything that has to do with company and compliance and everything like that, we assist in terms of that and we sell those services. We have partnered with the right people to give the best products to in, mm. in the market today. Is oh. it a company owned and run by young people? Or uh, yes, sir. You are mixed. Uh, yes, sir. The oldest person I believe in my company is 32. Damn. Or this person is 32. <laughs> Mr. Joe, you seem disappointed. <laughs> I'm going to take the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like? Mm. I was listening to Reggie introducing you and talking about young people and facing challenges and not being immune to challenges that other people mm. face. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. But looking at you, not you are immune. immune. <laughs> no <laughs> ways. No. I'm far from it. Like, I'm really far from it. I think also in, in conversations that we have had re- repeatedly with Reggie is that, hey, this entrepreneurship thing is, I think, mm. it, it, it is, it is. Because you, I think t- you have to kind of have like a, a wiring for it, right? It, yeah. it, it, it takes a lot. You have to have a lot of departments invested within you. You need to be open to be corrected and to be wrong most of the time, right? You get it wrong most of the time and you have to have a tolerance for rejection and being wrong and be okay with that and be able to move. So it's it's not a, a, a sale for it. Mm. Even in terms of money, like on a personal scale, right? Mm-hmm. Managing that is 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 is, is it's, it's 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 like a li- it's it's a long journey to get to mm. a point where you can manage it. But I, what I will say, what I've always advised people, especially I don't know, just young people, to say the sooner you can leave home and be independent, the better. Because mm. the money thing, you have to deal with it, right? You need to get that first bunch of money and think it's a lot and blow it and go through that. The sooner you can get through that phase and get into the real life of knowing that when I get a hundred rand, I have to stretch it. The, like the better I think you you have at actually succeeding at at, at money management or mm. entrepreneurship as a whole. Okay. Let's start at the beginning. Where did it start? Were you born with a silver spoon in, in your mouth? Um, where did why didn't you get a job? Did you started a job and left the job and and went uh, the entrepreneurship uh, route? How did it start? Uh, so I think I've always been quite interested in, t- in entrepreneurship. I think I get it a lot from my dad. Yeah. I think I've known that I wanted to go into the business space from as early as grade seven, right? Mm-hmm. So even then, I used to read uh, like a lot of books about business and self development, about all these things. I could just read, read, read. And school, I would use like, uh, I would I'd do school, but obviously the business in mind, I would always see problems and come up with solutions. I think mm. from as young as I can remember, I've always had ideas. So what had happened is after after school, when I finished my matric, 
I basically went on a gap year program, mm. which was very helpful as well. I went into a gap year program, which is Christian based, uh, and I was a missionary outside of the country for a while. And I think also my mind just continued going. I mean, I could see solutions that were implemented in other countries mm. that I say like, yo, this, if we did this in, in, South, Africa, in South Africa, how come things are not run like this? If, if we had this solution in South Africa, I just felt like it, it, it balanced me out to say, I think first it validated that it's possible, right? Mm. To mm. get to a country where like there's basically yeah. nobody poor or all these things are solvable, pro- solvable problems when I saw them in, in another country. So back from uh, my missionary year, the following year I went to varsity to study accounting. But throughout my, my, my varsity journey, I think I've had like 10 failed businesses as <laughs> <laughs> you can testify yeah. for me. So I started a lot of ventures yeah. and I think every single time I let go of a venture, say this is not working out to go into, I'd move in with a bit more experience, a bit more crude up, right? I'd mm. set parameters. <laughs> I used to have those ideas though, the app, building an app mm. and it's going to solve this and it's a sure. huge, <laughs> it requires you to put in five years of, of, of trying to get people to, mm. It requires a lot of investment up front and you're trying to convince people to put money in. And then, okay, that is, that is not working out. So I set a pyramid. So I was like, okay, it has to be a business that I, I have the skill set to deliver and it has to be something within my capacity to fund. Mm. So I shouldn't go ask, because um, I'm ruining my reputation in the thing. Sure. Imagine I come asking you for money. <laughs> for man, and six then months later, it doesn't work. And then I'm starting another business. Hey, no, I have this business have idea. You understand? <laughs> I had to go through the whole, uh, you know, this... Uh, I doubled my money in a week thing and, and realized, look, now I say part of my parameters is like, if you can promise me that you're going to double my money within five years, I'm not interested. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in something that is sustainable, that can, within five years, it's, it's it, a 20% return on investment area is reasonable for me. Anything other than that is probably volatile or it's, it's too risky, like, mm. you know. And this thing, these are parameters that I developed from failed uh, attempt mm-hmm. and then I move on to the next thing with that or okay. I have to be able to find myself. Asking for people for mm. money is not okay. It's not okay. Now get people, no, let's do this thing. We're going to do it. Asking for people's skill sets to be able to deliver. Okay. If that doesn't work out, those people are demotivated and you don't even know mm. how to look at them anymore. Mm. So now the next parameter is like, I have to be able to finance it. I need to be able to do the skill set myself, sure. right? At least when I start and I'll, I get people as I go. And then I set those parameters and I think now I'm in a good space and I am happy, but they are, it's definitely not a, a smooth ride. Sure. It was a, lo- a lot, a number of failed ventures as well. Sure. Okay. So the, the self-funding, where did the money come from? Did you get a job and work and accumulated money then started? Where did the self-funding come so from? So with, with self-funding, I, I'd say, look, I had a number of ideas. I went with the one that I could start trading almost immediately without a lot of upfront mm-hmm. f- funding. Yeah. And I, at the time, so when I left Varsity, I worked in retail, by the way. As a salesperson, right? Okay. So as I was working, I'd work after hours. Okay. Luckily enough, a lot of the softwares that we are the, that we are selling uh, in in my company are US and and UK based companies. Okay. So by the time I knock off at six o'clock, they were opening up that side. So I could conduct those Zoom meetings and approach them for partnerships and all those things. So I could set it up while I was still working. For the most part, it's when I got my first client that I pitched while I was still working that I, I was able to transition and say, look, I'm, I can jump into this full time now. The, the revenue potential that I'm getting or that I, I have signed with this client can, it, it'll, it's a downsizing and uncomfortable downsize, but it, it is. But of course, in, in terms of family as well, there is where they had to obviously help. But I think it took them seeing me take responsibility for myself, being responsible in the decisions that I make and them seeing the progression in my, in my work. So, yeah. So the, the businesses that you, you attempted and those that failed, were, were they all in the same type of industry? Was it No. Or was it all <laughs> over the show? It was all over the show. I remember I started, so I created this uh, website called uh, Bookchain. So the idea for the platform is was that different bookstores could list books in the thing, a competitive market or something like that. So I had to learn to go a, a bit of programming and I had to learn to go develop the website myself did everything myself and, and, and I had to just understand the whole idea of running the platform on that, right? And I approached a couple of bookstores. We tried that for a couple of times and I needed somebody who's, because I think the IT side was too demanding for me to get the thing. I tried to partner with people. That was just one of the failed ventures. And there were a number of it that has nothing to do with uh, the space that I'm in. It, like They just differ altogether. I, I like that you 
You've gone up to 10. That's a, that's a <laughs> <laughs> in your youth. But to <laughs> be fair, to be fair, the others is just like pyramid schemes as well, right? When okay. Bitcoin came in and you're trying to make quick buck, yeah. put in money and then you 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 lost it. Sure. It's 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 some of it it's, it's just learning what what mm. doesn't work, okay. what works and, and and so on. I picked up on something when you're talking about your journey. You said you were reading a lot of business books and the books that developed you which which two three stand out for you shoe ah uh, yo there is like a lot i think but what i will say look they all build me but start with why by simon sinek was it was a great book right it it shifts you from starting a business for profit and actually knowing why you are doing something, doing something which is something as an entrepreneur i think it's something that you hold close and you have to constantly remind everybody else that this is why we mm. do this mm-hmm. and i think with the great why people are willing to put in the extra time people are willing to put in the extra effort right you can build a team with a strong why that people believe in even when there is no finances you understand i mean like running the studio now mm. or us going to church and and volunteering and what not so that we understand the why we understand the vision of sure. the church we see the leadership and that allows us to commit to something that stands mm. so start with why was was a really big one okay. and he he did this thing with, with, which is a comparison between uh uh like why like shoprite and pick and pay for instance why would they perform differently mm. and why this one with the clearly defined why and the other one that is comparing themselves to the why like apple is one of the big companies that he talks about mm. and says mm-hmm. nokia why nokia failed they keep on trying to compare themselves but apple was clear with that why in terms of the times of Steve Jobs and everything and what they did they didn't necessarily have the best product they didn't show us the megapixels for their phones all those things you just knew if you bought an apple phone it's functional it's just going to do what it what a phone should do you understand the others they were all in the specs and what not so that why was quite clearly defined and i think it helped me a lot in drafting a vision or the structure of a company when, whenever when i started okay is there and another one that second one would be uh Uh, the Magna Carta of Exponentiality by Vasily Magwaya, which is a local one, right? Mm. I read the book when I was in varsity before I started a business. I think in my first year or second year, right? Uh, but the book for me was, I felt like I was reading it out of time because I was not in business. So I felt like it was it, it is pointless. I read it, but it was pointless, and I revisited it again when I was in business. It differentiated between leadership and management, and the need for alternating these two viewpoints. When you are in management, you are penny picking for the now. When you are in leadership, you are sacrificing or you are, have the long term. You understand, and and I have had to put in both hats at the beginning of my business because, in 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 both hats, what happens is, even if a client doesn't want to pay me or is is is, is putting around the bush. I know because of the longevity and I'd rather sacrifice the the money now and keep the relationship where it's fit. But when the management is concerned I have to make the call as uncomfortable it is to say but the approach obviously has to be uh diplomatic in saying uh we, I mean we've been looking for this fund so always have the bigger picture I'd rather leave it as you wronged me you know you mm-hmm. should pay me for my services mm-hmm. and you didn't but I won't go as far as throwing a tantrum and what not right because the bigger the bigger picture the leadership in me has to understand that that you know and yeah so th- i think that that book is, is is a is a good one in terms of that okay yeah i i, I want to find out uh, regarding um funding your business mm-hmm. you know we find a lot of young people will be saying i failed to start my business because funding you know um there's no funding for us young entrepreneurs um what would you advise would you advise one to basically go back and work um to fund their own business because i mean sometimes it's it's a matter of you are coming up with a with an idea to you mm-hmm. it sounds out of the world you know of course chain, it's your idea you, know, you and i <laughs> <laughs> we walk with the journey of book chain um it it sounds out of the world but then to someone else when you present it they find a lot of loopholes and then when they don't support you mm-hmm. um you feel like um, the support structure maybe in the country or at home sometimes you know at home they are they are pushing you to go to school and then they're saying hey emanyana ka lotse tsa tsa business right now we can fund this but we can't fund that yeah look i think also uh okay i, I think these two two points that i picked up from there I'll answer the first one it says uh in terms of your family them wanting to fund your school and uh, not your business i mean i just got into the habit of understand that it's their money and they get to invest it how they see fit If I have a different and opposing view, it's up to me to make it work. I can't blame them for not wanting to put money. That's something that I a better pill that I think I had to swallow okay. at some point. Uh 
in terms of the funding, look, I had to, I tried that, right? I had a lot of ideas, like I was saying earlier on, that requires funding. Went through the government processes to look at the requirements to try. At one point, like Bookchain, it was one of the companies that I was with, Reggie, and is I... I went as far as pitching to the mayor of Johannesburg, which was Hammond Mashaba at the time. There was they had a business ex, expo innovation hub in, in Johannesburg. I won the pitch for the thing. I was number one, got the prize, got signed up, only to find out that when I got into the thing, I thought I would get some sort of funding or at least some attention of how to structure this that I can attract funding. And instead I got like a, you get office space. It's like an internet cafe, mm. which is I was in varsity <laughs> at the time. I didn't need internet. I didn't need PCs or printing. I could do that with my student card for free. And whenever I have a laptop, I can program or do whatever, code the, the website from there, right? So it was, I was hoping for more. They're talking about patenting and all the things I felt like they were not relevant. So I went down the route of wanting funding or asking for funding. And for me, that's why I think, I don't think you need funding to start. If you need funding to start, maybe pack it. But if you feel like the business that you have, you have to execute it now. And in five years, it's probably not sustainable then. If you can't execute it in five years, right? Mm. So I still have ideas that I intend. The failed businesses that I feel mm. like when I'm in a financial space to execute them, I'll still revisit and execute them. It's just that by the time I did not have the skills or the resources to to fund it. So I put it aside and stick to mm. small businesses that can produce an income that aggregates to the funding that I require for one, right? Okay. So you need to start with a business that you can fund with your own pocket. I think... This is the advice that I would give. You have to, it has to be within your means to finance and within your skill set to deliver the service provided, whether it's a product. Mm. Yeah, you. Mm. So well, what you're suggesting is, if I have a couple of ideas that I want to run with, and it so happens that I cannot find any funding mm -hmm. anyway, because of that, um, I may not be able to start the others, but start the one that you can. But if it was just the one idea and without funding, nothing can happen. Would it then suggest that maybe I'm not a a born entrepreneur uh, because I can't fund this one idea, then I must go find a job. Could it be a suggestion? How do you identify an, an, an entrepreneur? Do they, do they walk away from one idea if it doesn't work? And what happens? If, if I can't find funding, am I not an entrepreneur because it's just the one idea I have? Look, I, I'm, not, I'm not so schooled in terms of the definition of entrepreneur, but mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I can only speak from a subjective yeah. perspective, right? Sure. Look, ideas is never something that I've ever been deficient on, okay. like for me, right? Okay. It's actually the problem that I face is having to slow down the ideas to mm. focus on one. Mm. Yeah. I find myself seeing a lot of things that I want to do, mm. right? So for people that have one, my question would be, okay, what if you do get the funding and it fails? What then? You understand? Mm. And... I think if 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 it's you have one idea that you feel like it's 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 it and yeah. and it will work and you believe in it, I'm sure you'll find creative ways of raising funding to execute it. Mm -hmm. But if nobody is willing to fund it and you don't have the means to fund it, that means like you you cannot mm -hmm. access the market. Then yeah. what then is is your entrepreneurial endeavors over? Mm -hmm. If you are relying on that one year, that maybe yeah. then maybe you're not an entrepreneur because mm. you have to actually execute yeah. to yeah. become one. I'm glad uh, you understood my question. I yeah. thought I was all over the show. It was <laughs> not going to be understood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it's all good. So after the 10, um, I'm looking at you. This is business number 11. Yeah, I think so 10 it will be like a, a foggy, somewhere yeah. like just conceptual, but I think more or less, Ten would be this. This would All be. Right. We can pick it up from this there. This would be five. Actually, I'm, I'm looking at others that give up. Young people mm -hmm. that give up on failed attempt number one. Others number three. Others number five. You have gone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> quite. <laughs> Look, what what kept you? What kept you believing that this is still your thing? I believe that I'm an entrepreneur. I believe that I'm wired for business. I've believed this since grade seven. Me giving up, what do I do with the rest of the 60 years that I have with my life? Mm. If you're 20 and you say you're giving up, like, what am I going to do for sure. the next six years? Do something that I don't like. Mm. So you might as well spend those rest of the years attempting and hoping you'll start. Like, mm. giving up is, I, I don't think it's something, giving up is, 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 is close to death, right? It's like, mm. what am I going to do? If I believe <laughs> that I'm a singer and I yeah. give up on singing, what, I'm going to go be an accountant and be horrible at it and lose my job, hate my boss. 
Like, so that, <laughs> I think the downside of not trying and not doing it mm. are far worse than actually trying and failing. Sure. I think, like, it, that's just how I, I view it. And to say that this is not my number 11 because the business that is now started back in 2017. Uh, so the business that I'm running now, but it was physical. I literally went to Kusoweto. I would go to all the people that I buy the quarter from and the plates and ask mm. them, do you know how much does it cost for you to produce this plate? And they would say no. And because I was let, I learned the stuff from Varsity, I would say, look, let me help Let's you with a bit of bookkeeping, right? Sure. Record all your expenses here and I'll come once a week and look at your thing and make some decisions and whatnot. And I think this is where to start the business came from, right? Mm. And I did this with one of the guys that were living uh, nearby Kusoweto. And he was like so happy after the two weeks of progress of just record keeping. And I would take those, capture them in an Excel spreadsheet and give him some numbers. And I could tell him, well, this plate cost you this much. Mm. And show him how I did the calculation, how to portion the pub, the oil and everything to come to a round figure to say, when you're selling it for 50 rand, you're actually making it for f making five rand a profit on this. Perfect. And these are your costs. These are your overall uh, fixed costs. And you need to sell about this plates every month to cover your salary and be able to run it. And the guy was so happy that he insisted on paying us. I didn't know what to charge at the time. And I think I was comfortable with volunteering because whenever I'm not happy with how things are run, I could just leave. I'm volunteering, right? And he insisted and he was like, okay, I'll give you 500 rand every month for you to continue doing. That's when I think the, the light bulb uh, kicked because I was using my skill set. I didn't require anybody to do it. And yeah, I had to leave it then because working on a book manually and having to interpret transactions manually, mm -hmm. it was a tedious job, tedious job and exams coming and whatnot. So I went to exams, left that. I Okay, this must pause for a while. And then later when I got my first job after, after Varsity, right? This is when my first job, I saw the systems that they were using there, right? Okay, these systems, they had remote accountant that I've never seen in the year that I worked there. There's no accountants here. So I was like, oh, okay. Let me reach out to these companies. So I went on LinkedIn, look at the sales, what, what for the for the company, and sent them a message. Can I be a reseller for this product? I know the product, and I know a market in which people they don't have any mm. sort of systems. That can, and then I approached them. I sit in meetings. Some rejected me, saying, uh, "You don't have a company, and whatnot." I go register a company, make a website. I've mm. been through this in my failed companies, right? Mm. Make it look legit and everything like that. So okay, I imagine you deal with young clients. And all the clients. Yes, sir. What mistakes do you see young people making in business? You've probably picked up on quite a few. If you compare. One of my research, I, I did a bit of research before starting and I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it to be true, right? One mm. of the research is there was a lot of, a number of PhD uh, that were studying business administration and they picked the topic of business failure in South Africa as a whole when they were doing their dissertations, right? And I read through a number of them while trying to establish a case, whether I have a business case or not. It seems like most, uh, this whole 80% of the business failed within the first year. And of the 20% the that passes, one will fail within five years, right? So mm -hmm. like one in 10 always makes it past the five year period. And almost all, all the, the, the studies that I, I, I went through, they agreed that financial literacy, like actually just knowing, you understand? Mm -hmm. If you go to a lady who's selling on the corner, then ask them, okay, I see you are selling quota for 20 rand. But how much is it costing you? Mm. Nobody know. They don't know. They don't know. So you're assuming that you're making a profit. That's mm. the first mistake that you're doing. And it's like you you are running on... on you're making money because money is moving around in your sure. business. You have cash flow. Sure. Whenever you need to buy soap at home, there's always money. And you are recycling money. But you mm. don't know how much it's costing you. Sure. And the first client that I told you about, when I told him he's making like three rand in one plate after costing it, he felt defeated. He just gave up on the business because... That means the idea, the illusion that he had in his mind of the money that he was making. <laughs> and when I actually showed him, did not sure. reconcile. So he's like, yeah. I'm working this hard. And today if I sold five plays, that means I made 30 rand. Uh, yeah. You know? So I think that that, that was just mm. financial literacy and... Informal trading. That's what Informal I mean. trading. Mm. I think mm. all those things take you because a lot of informal trading, it's a survival business. You just, it's, it's hand to mouth. It cannot mm. scale. For you to be able to scale, you need to know, okay... These are my costs, this, this, all that. And we, we try our best to equip the people and train them when, as we advise as well. Sure. So something must have drawn you to doing business. Um, people generally want to make money. They want to buy the Golf 8, the Verpa, <laughs> they want a nice flat um, or townhouse in Hyde Park and, and things like that. Nice fancy clothes. What drew you to starting a business and, and running with it? I think... Uh, 
my father would be the first guy that I uh by the time I I, I came into the world like being the last one in my family right uh my father like he was he was a living ghost kind of say he was not I mean he was he was not doing well by the time I came by but there was always stories mm. I'd meet people because I looked like him yeah. they were like no 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 when I'm a man, you know yeah. hey your dad when back in the day mm. and all those stories yeah. and the time that I spent with him I think that's what drew me to entrepreneurship and I think I've always been wired for it in terms of ideas and mm. now that I, I think I grew up in an era where we exposed to YouTube and you get to see all these people and the books as well that are, that we are reading right and I think I do not have any aspirations. I don't. I don't think I have a dream car. I don't even have a dream <laughs> house. I don't. I just really enjoy, like, solving things and having sure. people like, yo, okay, I didn't know that. And like when I'm advising or anything like that, mm. because the first uh, few clients that I got could have gotten me to be stable, right, mm. so that I can live a, a decent life for my age anyway, or a bit above. But the first thing was for me. Employ somebody to do all the tasks that I do not like or that are not my strength. I think that was it. <laughs> and continue to live a minimalistic life. So I, I really enjoy the process of building. And I feel like if it can be something big, I'd be very much happy with the achievement of building something like that. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm picking up a lot in terms of like you like identifying a problem, you know. So is it is it something... Because there's someone at home, um, they're just thinking, um, maybe I'm not an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. but they have a solution. Um, in me having a solution for a problem that maybe the world has, um, does that make me an entrepreneur? I d <laughs> no, no, I don't think it does because I think there's a number of things that would have to go into play. Sure. It has to be, you have to be able to solve, like it, it's a solution, right? It has sure. to be a viable solution. And I mean, ultimately it has to, how we measure, I think, although money is not the it thing, mm -hmm. but it's a good measure to say whether you're doing good or not. Because if you're going to solve a problem, I solve your problem, right? Mm. And assume that there's a market with a number of people that have the problem, right? Mm. I need to sell it to you at a price that you will pay me for it. That cost, The reason why it has what, what it costs me to produce the solution mm. should be less than what you pay me is so that the difference can be reinvested and I can solve it for two people the next time instead of one. And if I can, it, like it has to be scalable. It has to be, be able to receive some sort of revenue and you mm -hmm. should be able to, to scale it. I think that's where the entrepreneurship uh, element comes to. And this is these, these titles. I don't really know where I'd fit in terms of businessman or business owner. And mm -hmm. I don't really know that, but I think entrepreneurship, it's, it's all about building a scalable structure. Sure. I, I find myself now more concerned about systems rather than the actual work, right? Mm -hmm. So I did the work myself when I started, had to because there was nobody else there. Mm. Got a few clients when there was money to show a track record of this solution works. Had to get somebody and show them how to do the work, the monotonous things, and work on systems of, okay, I, I'm not going to sell all my life. I'm not going to do the accounting all my life. I need to, when, a cust uh, when somebody comes to me, I need to be able to show them what is it, how do you do this, mm. and build a process as I do them. And I think that that's, that's more sustainable. Mm. So entrepreneurs are generally um, very creatures full of imagination you know like octopuses they've got a lot of tentacles they can do mm -hmm. 20 things at the same time and all that so how does one guard against chasing all these things like an octopus and you never settle and you never know whether you're making money or not uh, i think i would be lying because you know the other thing that <laughs> i was I'd waiting be lying, no. i was waiting for your answer because <laughs> that's the challenge you yeah you say you're dealing with you're battling with that one yeah, so so here's here's the true story, right? In 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 my PC, there's a folder called the name of my business, and in the business there is about seven folders. These are seven departments. I recognize all the stuff that I do to, for building my website is in one folder, right? And the reason why I know how to build a website is because I started a business that failed of me trying to build websites, so I learned how to. Mm. The other folder is called uh, marketing and graphic design, right? The reason why I know how to design logos and do all those graphics is because I started a marketing agency that failed. So I know how to design my own logos, business cards, sure. and all those things because at some point I tried a business and it failed, right? The other part would be, okay, accounting. That is a given. That is a core of the business. I went to school to go study accounting. This is how I know that. So all these departments, both HR, oh, I had to, there is business law. As part of accounting, I did business law, right? I had to be interested in law at some point where I started mm. reading, reading Customer Protection Act. Sure. I just got 
so invested in the literature. I think reading books helped a lot where I understand how the law worked, what is a valid contract and what are the five keys to having like all those things. I have a legal folder there. So when I'm trying to employ somebody, I know how to structure an employment contract and I know the regulations side of it. How should that look like? What are the labor laws and whatnot? I had to study payroll, which is a bit mm-hmm. of HR, mm-hmm. just the minimum. So I have these folders and I know, look, not, not even in, in a commercial way I can sell it. I know how to do a decent work in terms of website because I've tried a business trying to sell mm. those things and failed. Mm. So I like this that is how you 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 are driven, you are organized. Mm. What advice do you have for someone, a young person listening to you and feeling like the more I listen to this one, I'm not that organized, I'm not that yeah. driven. Will I be able to cut it in this entrepreneurship game? Someone who's not sure that is for them. Yeah, my weakness that I had to face bitterly so and realize that if I didn't deal with it, I'll fail. Because I'm a creative and I have spark of thing, discipline has been an issue all my life. Mm. And it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a prerequisite, right? So I needed to decide on one thing despite the ideas that are going on in my head, mm. stick to it and be consistent. My reputation depends on me yeah. meeting you one year later and say, I'm still doing the same business. Yeah. I can't be hopping around and whatnot. And I had to do a number of things. So I did two things. This is also still university, right? Mm. I decided that I'm going to go to gym. Whether I feel like it or not, this is gym for me. I didn't want the body. I didn't want to be any of those things. I just needed to pitch and be consistent at it, mm. whether I like it or not. This is one thing that I did. The second thing is that I decided that I'm going to go to church on Sunday. Whether I feel like it or not, it's, 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 it was a discipline issue for me to say, I'm going to make up my mind. I'm going to draw. Uh, when I started this business, here's something that I did. I, 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 I drew up, uh, so I, what does success look like and what does failure look like? Mm. How do I know when it's justified for me to quit or when I'm being lazy or whatever the case may be? So I said, I'm going to pitch my idea to 100 people. This is my thing. If I can get 20 people that are interested and feel like it's a good idea, then it's a winning idea. I do not have an excuse mm. to quit. If I have 19 people that like it, maybe then it's up to me to quit. You understand? So you said a, 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 a winning criteria, a, a criteria for success and a failure one. Okay, how do I know when to quit? Mm. I said it beforehand so that I don't get lazy along the way and come up with excuses. Yeah, I know these people, they don't want to pay. No, but those things, you readjust price and go back to them. They didn't say that they didn't, they don't like your idea or your solution or whatever. They complain in terms of prices. And if three people that you preach to complain in prices, mm. maybe you have to re- look at that and go back to them, you understand? Or go to somebody else. Because if the business you're studying is dependent on these three clients or prospects saying yes, then you will not be in business because mm. it has to be more than that. If this one says no, there has to be a thousand more people to... Mm. Yeah, amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, it has been so fired up in studio um i believe uh, uh, mr pulos has an appointment to run to and thank you very much uh, for 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 coming and responding to the call i and i believe even um uh, listeners at home they've learned a lot um <laughs> i mean if 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 anything that i'm taking is that as a young person uh, start failing now you know um it's only mm-hmm. a delay yeah, uh, it doesn't mean that that's the end of your uh, um, destination. Even after ten attempts, In, yeah. even after ten attempts, just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't 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 try when you are uh, Babu Joe's age. You know, <laughs> and then now you are supposed to be thinking retirement today, and you know you, you're stressed by a lot of things. But then when you are still young, um, you've got a good chance to fail and make it. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll say something on my status on WhatsApp. Mm. Uh, I wrote two words. This is, has been my status for a while now. It's fail fast, right? Mm. Sure. Okay. I, I, I'm all about like, just fail fast. Get it out of the way. Sure. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> if, just put it out there. The market will tell you if it works. And then, okay, come. Come back. Fail fast. And I got the term from sure. uh, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight mm-hmm. as he was building the, the, the Nike brand and whatnot. Sure. It's one of the things that he suggests to say, like, fail fast. Yeah. Sure. And yeah. Then so you that know, is, you know you're not cut out for it. Then you yeah. move to something else. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You move something else. And look, I'm young. I don't have kids. I don't have any commitments. I can't afford to sleep on the couch. Yeah. I can't afford to sleep on the floor. Should sure. push come. I can't afford to go home mm. to regroup, you understand, yeah. mm. for a while. So yeah. <laughs> I'm of the idea that I should get these things out yeah. of the way. Yeah. Sure. By the time I'm 30, if I have nothing to show in business, 
I'll gladly go and get a corporate job mm. and you know what? Yeah. It's about my family, it's about my wife, it's about my kids then all these things, okay, childish <laughs> things have to be put aside. <laughs> so I'm very much invested in doing, like going with drive, powerfully sure. giving my all. Yeah. So that if it succeeds, I must know now. Sure. <laughs> that it succeed. awesome. If yeah. it fails, I need to fail fast so that I don't spend too much time in Absolutely. it. Move on to the next idea that will possibly, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so like, sure. and I believe this is, this is my idea, man. This Absolutely. is the one that caught fire, so yeah. I'm happy with it. Go yeah. for it, go for it. Just such a huge inspiration. We really appreciate having you. And yes. yeah, wishing you best and safe travels to your next appointment thank, thank you, you so much all right thank, thank, you. thank you yes guys this is it uh the young man has spoken and of course it is it is possible i mean we're not preaching failure here but we're saying if you've got to do something mm. do it start now and if it doesn't work then you can recover yeah but of course that's not what we're advocating what we're advocating is winning you know yeah, what i mean sure. so we, why, we be mm. why be negative why be negative you know what i mean when, when when you start the business yeah um the thing is you always started with wabonora i'm actually going to say of course so um just have that positive spirit mm-hmm. to say this business is going to on another level yeah jse yeah. Mm. You know, so absolutely. Yeah. And chances are it might never fail at all. Exactly. Chances are you may not um, mm. experience a big failure at all. It could be, sure. you, you know, maybe a 5%, 10% failure, mm. Uh, mm. which just needs a bit of a detour or maybe some adjustment into the business. It's not total failure, so it's just not a holocaust, mm. if mm. I may put it that way. So we're not advocating for guys to fail. To we say fail. go sure. there and win. But if you yeah. are to fail or if you are to fall, Fall forward, okay. you sure. know. Fall yeah. forward. It's okay. Fall forward. And I mean, um, the good thing is that we have uh, we have available shows like the Good Money Show, oh, yeah. where we bring other young people who have already failed ten oh, yeah. times, Absolutely. sixteen times. Absolutely. Uh, we have uh, Nabu oh, yeah. Babu Joe. Uh, We've got the great <laughs> yes, here. The great who, who's, done it yeah, who's done it himself, and then yeah. he's here standing. Absolutely. You know, um, they share their knowledge. What what wrong did they do? I mean, I love the fact that um, Puloso mentioned also the issue of money you yeah. know money management financial yeah. literacy, financial literacy. Yeah. um it's it's a big one especially yeah. this one one thing i like about it is that whether you are employed you are yeah. self employed it, it hits across yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it hits uh, but i think if you are employed and you're not mm. self employed as such sure mm-hmm. you um, the risk of not managing your money well mm. and the results thereof are not as dire as when you're running your own mm, business. Mm, mm, you know, um, if, you, if you're employed and you do blunders with money, you can recover, you know? Yeah. Um, but of course, if you're self-employed and your everything depends on that, Sure. Uh, some mistakes may be so costly mm. uh, that you may never be able to, to recover in a very mm. long time. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So, but key factor is financial literacy is very important. Sure. Whether you're self-employed or, or, or employed I'm by I'm trying to figure out if you're encouraging entrepreneurs <laughs> or you're freaking <laughs> them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm encouraging them. I'm encouraging them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, the economy grows because of, Entrepreneurship you know, and mm. small businesses as well. You sure. know what I mean. So if we are going to be all employed by yeah, uh, I need the government, to fight for them. You, you know? know they are my people. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> your groupies. Absolutely, you need to fight for them. Yeah. So we can't all be waiting to mm. to be employed by SARS sure. or by Home Affairs or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. You know what I mean. And I mean, I mean uh, we 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 in South Africa looking at the unemployment rate is mm. skyrocketing. Yeah. So um at this Prices point, going yeah, up, buying um, power going down. We, we really need to encourage entrepreneurship, you know, uh, to say, uh, let's have young people, fresh ideas. Let's look at problems that the country has, come up with solutions. And Absolutely. Then, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, I can tell you, we are one of the luckiest continents. Mm, and mm. I can quote the country, uh, South Africa um, mm-hmm. um, as a country. Mm. You know, if you compare with other countries, mm. um, Africa. African countries. Is, yeah, Africa in general sure. is full of youth. You know sure. what I mean? Mm, mm, mm. And items that sell a lot in yeah, in countries like these mm. sell to the youth. The things youth like your energy drinks, sure. your your sneakers, your all those things show how much youth they are. Mm. I mean, in 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 countries like Japan, uh, I mean, wh- where they sell their wheelchairs and walking rings <laughs> and walking <laughs> yeah, yeah, sticks and yeah. things like that. Sure. And how far can you grow your economy? 
if the population is that old. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. So there's no zero chance of growing because the population is dying out. Sure. So um, in Africa, we've got a lot of youth. Of youth, yeah. And mm -hmm. of course, they can grow the economy. They're here. You know what I mean? They're here. They're here. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolute. Yeah, hence we're running the studio. Oh, you yeah. know, you're speaking yeah. from mics connected by us. Absolutely. Uh, Given is producing there oh, with yeah. the yeah. youthful skills. Yes, you absolutely. Know. Absolutely. Yeah. And so financial yeah. literacy applies to the youth. Excellent. No, of course, because mm. that's the foundation. Sure. You know what I mean? I mm. mean, the youth of today are tomorrow's leaders and, and yeah. the future. So if we get it wrong with the youth, chances are the, the, the future is actually doomed. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So we, we encourage youth to, to study uh, if they can study or to go to, to business if they can. But whatever it is that they do, they must just keep moving. You know what yeah. I mean? Because the future depends Whether mostly on them. They pick up on a job or business, you still need to do intelligent things with your money. No, absolutely. Mm, mm, mm. Because absolutely. the vehicle you're using is irrelevant if you're not doing intelligent things with your money. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And and of course, money is, is fair and neutral. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, it only depends on whose hands it's in. Then it's going to behave according to how it's treated. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. So we all get given a fair opportunity at money. So if you give me 10 rands and you give sure. me under 10 rand, uh, it will be different on how it, it, it pans out tomorrow, depending mm. on what it does with it. Sure, sure. Mm. So, mm. yeah, we, we, we're a great country. We're a great uh, continent. Of course, there's a lot of drama happening yes. in our country that's yeah. uh, actually discouraging. Mm. Uh, of course, the, 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 the war in Ukraine is not doing mm. us a favor. Mm. Uh, it's responsible for some of the mm. huge petrol um, uh, increases that we're yeah. seeing. Yeah. But of course, we shall not be despondent at mm. some stage. We because there's still opportunities, no, you absolutely. know, in the midst. Um, it's up to one what, um, how they basically channel their mentality. Absolutely. It's either you're going to focus on the negatives yeah. to say, hey, petrol. Uh, petrol will never stop selling. That's yeah. one thing I will tell you. Just like bread. <laughs> yeah, Just it will like never bread. stop selling. Yeah. Um, even if they can say it's 30 rand now, yeah. you will see tomorrow people will be queuing there yeah. buying petrol. So it's pipe as well. 34 pipe, of yeah. course. Yeah. You know, so it's up to you how you respond to it to yeah. say, um, are you going to sit back and say, ah, no, yeah. I'm thinking, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't help me having a dream of owning a car yeah. because petrol is dura in yeah. any way. You know, yeah. um, yeah. it's for you to just be, I, I'm just thinking, Mr. Joe, petrol was probably like six rand fifty, you yeah, know. No, and I then remember. so I remember mm. five liters, five liters got five rand. You I know, remember that? Okay, mm. yeah. And this Perfect. was not 1914 as such, but I remember. <laughs> I remember. I used to go buy petrol gas for sure. five liters, sure. and uh, yeah, and the car mm. would be driven on Fridays. Time and this side on expanding. Yeah, was only on Friday. It was driven on Friday. You know, so Thursday I'd go and buy. Then Friday, mm. says you petrol, then yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. And I mean, um, um, you look at during those times yeah. and you compare till now how many people bought cars. Oh, yeah. It's a lot. No, absolutely. You know? So absolutely. It, it clearly shows that um, people are choosing to respond positively to whatever challenge no, that may come. Absolutely, yeah. Now, this is a challenge, I guess, that goes, it's, it's um, caution that goes to everyone, especially if you are employed. Because... What we're talking about is prices increasing, mm. the value of your salary going down mm. Mm. progressively each year. Mm. And if you are not going to figure out how to increase that earning, mm. you are losing buying power sure. each and every sure. year. Mm. Because on average jobs, they, the increase on a salary will be 8 to 15%. Depending mm. on where you are mm. and what level you are. 15. It's normally sure. around 6. six uh, yeah. Mm. yeah. And when they say inflation is 6%, that's an average of every product in sure. the economy. True. It's not the specific things that you yeah. are buying. Sure. Yeah. So you might find that I inflation is 6% because it's 6% for one or two things that the corporates buy. Yeah. But Which your food know. basket, yeah. sure. the Talking inflation for the stuff you are actually buying at home yeah. might be six is sitting at 17%. Absolutely. Mm. There is official and unofficial yeah. inflation. Mm. You know what I mean? And that makes a, a huge difference. A huge difference. But I still say, in whatever situation, mm -hmm. somebody is making money. 
Someone, Someone made is money making money. The pandemic. Mm. Somebody made money during the Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, when AIDS uh, started ravaging the world in our country, somebody made money. Made money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right now, there's a your, there's, there's the war in in the Ukraine. Mm. Somebody Someone is, is making, making money. money somehow. So there's always an opportunity. Supplying the bomb. Exactly. Yeah. Supplying <laughs> <laughs> bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Some uh, offering counseling services. Sure. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. True. So there's True. always there's mm. always an opportunity mm. to make money. To make money. Always is. And there's always things you can do about it, even if you're a full-time employed. Mm, you mm, can mm. always have side hustles. Nothing stops you from yeah. any or extra revenue in that way. Or possibly increase your, um, work your way up into corporate. You, you know? can write. Yeah. Absolutely. Go yeah. up in the ladder. Go yes. up in That's the ladder. Another, yeah. um, make yourself more relevant. Absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. um, nothing wrong in sure. not being an entrepreneur. Exactly. We're not all born sure. to be entrepreneurs. Exactly. Some are born for corporate. You mm, know what I mean? Mm, mm. So sure. Smarter. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Shop smarter, you said. <laughs> are, you, are you saying more beautiful clothes or something? <laughs> uh, get smarter with finding good deals. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so negotiate. Get smarter with knowing when to buy and when to b- withhold. Like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> they they good. They good with that. They just don't walk into one shop and buy. They'll go to <laughs> two. Yeah, you, you, that thing. Yes. yes. Yeah, uh, it's no, gonna no, no, no. It's going to catch me. The yeah, timing of things, you. knowing when the good deals are coming. I've yeah. got friends that know the timing of when what sale is coming in this yeah. week and mm, all of yeah, that mm, stuff. Mm, yeah, yeah. It does help, but yeah. it's not the most potent strategy. The yeah. potent strategy will always be to mm. increase your earning. Mm. To become mm. more valuable and earn more. Mm. Whichever way you choose, whether you are getting some degree or some specific skill or sure. changing companies and increasing your earnings 20, mm. 30, 50 percent, that's always going to be the most potent approach. Mm. I refuse to argue against that. <laughs> Same here. Time flies when we're having fun and um I think we have had um, a lot of fun. At some point, I felt like it's becoming a motivational show. You know, oh, yeah. you can do this. Yeah. To be. You it's know, a man uh, can climb a mountain two times, but then he can't go down the hill three times. <laughs> <laughs> and then you clap hands for me. Um, thank you very much to our listeners. And yep. then until next week, when we meet again on the Good Money Show yep. on Hope Alive, your number one online radio station. Absolutely. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank See you, you next week. You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa.